Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. It's official, the SDSU Stadium in Mission Valley has a new name, and that name is Snapdragon. UT sports reporter Kirk Kenny has the story. So Kirk, what is in the name? Where did this name Snapdragon come from? Well, Snapdragon is a division of Qualcomm, and uh, as they were telling us yesterday, a lot of people don't really know any, much about Snapdragon, but they said it's in almost all of our technology, so it's their uh, forward-facing brand toward consumers, and the whole point of this is to get more publicity for that and, and uh, more consumer knowledge so that it becomes something we're much more familiar with. So it's existing, but is it new? No, actually, in fact... Um, the name of the stadium, old stadium was Qualcomm Stadium for 20 years, and there was a 10-day period within that in 2011 that it was actually named Snapdragon Stadium, um, and it ha happened for the Poinsettia Bowl, uh, the Holiday Bowl, and one Charger game, and that was just to kind of get it out there a little bit. So Snapdragon's been out there for a while. It's just that a lot of us aren't aware of it. It's you know kind of underneath the hood that you don't hear about it as much. So this deal is worth about $45 million over 15 years. Uh, in your story, someone said this is one of the biggest deals in the country when it comes to college stadiums. Can you put it into perspective? What are some of the other big ones? Yeah, the uh, only other one that I know that's larger than this is at USC, and I believe it was $69 million at uh, the Coliseum. And the other one is a little bit less than this. It's for the University of Washington, and that's $41 million. And both of those actually for the name of the field as opposed to the stadium itself. So it might be like the Los Angeles Coliseum at uh, whatever field that uh, the sponsor was for, for USC. But so this, this ranks right up there. Do you expect the field to be named something different or is it just the way they decided to go about it, naming the stadium instead of the field? Or could we see both? They actually had a, a donor step forward two years ago to name the field. Her, she's a philanthropist in San Diego named Diane Basher, and she um, donated $15 million and had uh, naming rights on the field there. So that was kind of the seed money for a lot of the construction that's going on right now. Will you talk to me about, you know, in the business of sports, what's the significance of naming rights on a stadium? Well, it's very significant to help you know, generate another revenue stream. These have been popular now for decades with stadiums, um, but it's very uh, important to, to provide that revenue stream. Um, 45 million over that time period provides a revenue stream of about $3 million a year, which is significant when the um, cost of the stadium is $310 million and the annual debt service on that will be about $11 million. So 3 million goes a long way toward, toward that cost. A Qualcomm representative you spoke to hinted that there might be some interactivity for fans when they're at the stadium. What do you know about that? Well, they're going to have the 5G technology, so I would think it'll be pretty well um, geared up for people to use their cell phones and, and do all that stuff. But they also hinted at some other things, maybe some um, reality-based things, that some of which I guess is kind of here, but other things they didn't want to go into and or I have a sense that it's not quite ready to roll out. But I think whatever the latest technology is going to be, it's going to be at that stadium and a lot of the fans are going to have an opportunity to use it. What are some highlights at the stadium, uh, some things that you're personally looking forward to? I think one of the biggest things for fans is it's going to seem a lot more intimate um, the old stadium started at about 50,000 seats and over time was expanded to 70,000. And for a lot of Aztec games, the crowd's only around 25 or 30,000 people. So it was only barely half full if that. This one's going to be 35,000 capacity. So the crowds are going to be much larger in uh, relation to how many seats there are. I think the uh, when there's big plays and things, you'll hear a lot more crowd noise than you did in the other one. 
And also it's going to be state of the art. So the suites are going to be nicer. The seats are going to be closer to the actual field. It's going to have a much more intimate field and they're going to have some special areas. They have one called the piers that's on the Southwest side. And it, it kind of almost hangs over the, the field or at least hangs over seats. So it really gives fans a lot closer view. And they're going to have a lot of areas like that that just provide a more intimate game experience. Awesome. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. What is the timeline? When might we be able to see a game there? We're uh, about nine months away. They're, they're geared to open September 3rd, 2022, when the Aztec season starts against the University of Arizona. Okay. Kirk, anything else you'd like to say about the stadium? Any insider intel or just anything important to know? Uh, not in particular. I will say they have come up in about two weeks. They're going to have a ceremony to uh, place the first seat out of the 33,000 seats that are going in. And then early into January, they're going to um, get the uh, video boards going, and those are going to be state-of-the-art, so those are going to be pretty cool. And then uh, the months after that, they'll, they'll get going with putting the actual field in. So a lot of things to look forward to. Kirk Kenny, UT sports writer. Thank you. Thank you. You can find more news online at sandiegouniontribune.com. Thanks for listening.